how does the great woo know? How do the cards come out? You know, just like what we were imagining sometimes. These are among the big questions that we probably are never going to answer here on Burning Tarot. What is Burning Tarot? It is a little tiny podcast for a little handful of people. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, I do appreciate the feedback. So if you want to send me email, burningtarot at gmail.com. Just a few lines, couple sentences. You can let me know how your life's going and how the readings are intersecting, whether that's like uh, if you buy a reading from me, a personal one, or if you're listening to the podcast. And I really do love those. And sometimes I reply. I usually can't reply to all of them. Last week, I noticed that the ancestry piece of our Knight of Cups reading seems to have rippled and resonated with some of you. So that's kind of exciting. Now today, and you can hear I'm huffing and puffing a little, walking through the woods, of course, that's what we like to do. I am surrounded by um, red manzanita. Well, the stems are red. Beautiful little manzanita bushes that go, you know, three or four feet tall. Some of them have little pink flowers on them right now. It's that time of year. And we're in Deschutes National Forest, as we so often are, with the Burning Tarot podcast. So that means lots of ponderosa pines. Hopefully no wind in the recording, but if it comes in, sorry. And um, pine needles underfoot. And we have clouds. And we have little bits of snow flying through the air. But we also have sun. So it's just that nice brisk springtime feeling. So, uh, right before I drew our card for this week, I was thinking about, I was thinking about my husband's bicycle accident. A lot of you know me or have been my client for a long time. So you know about this momentous event. It was nearly 10 years ago that my husband was nearly killed in a bicycle accident in Portland where we lived and had a severe traumatic brain injury. And at the time we had a little son who was a year and a half old. So as you can imagine, this was a rather stressful experience for little old me. Uh Uh-huh. And if I haven't said so already, I'm T, AKA Tiffany Lee Brown here on Burning Town. So yeah, that kind of sucked. Uh, But on the other hand, it was really amazing because so many people helped us. It was, I mean, it was crazy how perhaps you were one of those people who provided anything from um, a financial donation to a kind and understanding word to a dinner left on the doorstep. Or maybe you were a near stranger from the local co-op who um, worked as a nanny and offered to let me leave baby Gusty at your house, toddler Gusty, while I went to the hospital that was very close to your house. So that I just think of all the crazy stuff that happened. 
and how awesome people were to us, for us. So in that mode of gratitude, thinking about how the 10-year anniversary of that event is coming up, I was swept by the need to pull a tarot card for all of us for this week. You will not be shocked to learn that I pulled the six of coins, the six of pentacles. And the reason this isn't shocking is that the six of pentacles relates directly to the thing that I had just been walking along thinking about and taking notes on so that I can maybe pen a little thank you note to some of those people who helped out. I can no longer kind of remember who would want to be mentioned by name, so it's a little confusing. But um, yeah, so I'm sitting there taking notes on this and just immersing in this feeling of like, people can really step up for each other. Sometimes it's hard to remember that when we are surrounded by whatever, shitty social media vibes, crummy news stuff, things that really draw attention to polarization, to rudeness, to a lack of civility during a pandemic. So a lot of, you know, a lot of that stuff's true, but the more attention we pay to it, I wonder if, you know, maybe that makes it worse. Because if you're super stressed out and you're convinced that there's going to be a civil war or whatever, I'm obviously talking from the American point of view here. Um, then you're going to be all, you know, jangled up all the time. Your nervous system can't cope with this stuff. And then you will be rude to other people. I have sympathy for the people who, who I hear about um, really losing their shit during this time. I've heard quite a few stories. And usually the person telling the story is like, isn't this just terrible? some random person in the grocery store would do that. And to be honest, I have a lot of sympathy for the person who misbehaved or yelled or screamed at the clerk or whatever. Because if you've gotten to that point in your mind and with your nervous system, your spirit, just yourself, that's how it comes out. And it might not be that you're a terrible person. It just might be that you're under more strain than you can handle. As uh, someone with bipolar disorder and some really serious hormonally based mood stuff as well, I also feel like, huh, well, I guess for those people who keep their cool all the time, it must seem really extreme that during a pandemic when everything in your life is turned upside down, you might freak out and yell at the clerk for giving you the wrong potato salad or whatever. <laughs> but for someone like me who can't retain their cool all the time, you could say that's my fault and I'm a bad person. Or you could say, huh, that's, that's somebody being human. You know, maybe that's where the sympathies should go. So when we hear a lot of this storytelling about how bad everything is, including our own behaviors and the behaviors of people around us, um, I think it just raises that stress level. So how can we respond with generosity and kindness when we're totally tapped out? 
It's a really legitimate question. And I think our card speaks to that. The card and my experience um, after the bike accident. These all say this kind of exchange of giving is really possible, is really natural, and is going to be maybe in the forefront of some of our thinking in the next week. We might be a recipient of great kindness or generosity. Uh, If you are in need, this would be a very good time to ask for help, apply for a grant or scholarship, or um, get in line at a um, low-income housing facility, this kind of stuff. Good time for that. If you're doing well financially, because this is the coins, the pentacles, these relate to earth and materiality. So you can read them in a more um, far-out esoteric way as well. But a lot of what they have to do is, you know, your body, your money. Do you have somewhere to live? What does it feel like to walk upon the earth or observe the ocean? Or observe, as I'm doing right now, a really gorgeous lightning snag that was once a tree, a living tree, and is now a beautiful sculpture of charcoal and ancient wood. You know, it's the beauty of the materiality. Um, I think sometimes we think of materiality as being bad because we think materialism and being, being stuck on greediness, also known as just plain greed, now that I think about it. So the kind of greed and consumerism and stuff we have in our culture can make us get kind of turned off to um, the idea of coins if we're doing some woo-woo tarot stuff. But it's actually really good. This is, um, we are incarnate beings, at least this lifetime, right? We live here on this planet, we live in these bodies, and the way that our particular culture handles the whole um, survival issue, what Robert Anton Wilson whom I was fortunate to know when he was alive, what he used to call survival tickets. (laughs) In our culture, that's money, coins, pieces of gold, pieces of silver. So if the cards are bringing up that aspect of life, I think it's reasonable to say, okay, let's look at that aspect of life. If you are doing well in that part of your life, this is a wonderful time to extend generosity the um, kind of classic Smith Rider weight version of this illustration shows, uh, you know, shows beggars being given coins by someone who's not royalty but looks to be pretty well off. You know, perhaps a merchant class person or minor nobleman or somebody who knows. It's somebody who's bothering to give them coins and is taking satisfaction out of this transaction. So, you know, you can give yourself warm fuzzies by being generous. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's nice to have warm fuzzies. And for the people who are in need, it's nice to get some basic need stuff taken care of. So be attentive this week 
to people around you who might need help, causes that, um, that you might want to donate to, also a good time for that. But it's an especially good time for uh, trying to make it local and real. Like, here's your coin in your hand. Here's a real person in front of you, and you can help them. You can buy them a meal. You can give them five bucks. Uh, if there's a way to make it feel like you're connected to your act of generosity, that could be good. That could be very good for you, and it could be very good for a society that's having trouble with its feelings of connection. A society that's having people freak out. A society that keeps focusing on the negative and the polarized and all that jazz. And speaking of that, you know, one favor we can do ourselves is probably stepping back from the news, stepping back from social media, stepping back from um, maybe there's situations where we often spend time that tend to be very heated politically, whether because it's a debate or because everybody agrees with each other and wants to complain about the other side. Um, You know, we can do that, but let's do it with awareness. Let's do it with the awareness that, uh, that that can feed the feeling of division and that, that as we feed the division, we feed everyday interpersonal conflict, um, people who aren't, you know, perfectly in control all the time, starting to freak out. So that those are ways that we can be generous to ourselves and to others around us, simply by not, um, not playing with toxic stuff all the time. <laughs> Not to say that the debates aren't legitimate or that we shouldn't do activism, but there can be this, um, you know, we can get swept away by wars that, if you know, we don't really need to see pictures of or videos of a bomb dropping somewhere, you know, that's not making us better people. And us watching that video doesn't help the folks who are on the ground in that location. So uh, I think that we can encourage ourselves to foster this sense of generosity in ourselves and each other, partly by disengaging from stuff that's winding us up. That gives us more space to have our generosity and find our richness and speaking of our richness, you know, that, that uh, literal generosity. Someone in your community had an accident. Um, I just met somebody today um, at the Jewish Community Center. I'm not Jewish, but my family is. And um, they turned out to have recently moved to our small town. We were meeting at a community center in a different city. And they're like having to be a single parent while one of their parents moves in with them because they're suddenly dying of cancer. Wow. So I don't know this person, but I am definitely going to, you know, make her a casserole just as all these people did for me when I was in hell, when my husband was on the brain injury ward and 
I needed to raise my little son and not have his life be miserable during this. And years and years later, you can return to moments like that and feel in in your belly, in your breast, in your heart, breathing in the generosity that people showed years ago. You know, it's helping me move along and feel decent about humanity. Today, almost a decade later, that generosity is still with me. It's flowing through me. It's flowing through my family. And the financial gifts that were given at that time were just like literally, you know, literally helped us stay on our feet. So, yeah, I hope all of us have the opportunity to give of what we have. Uh, Six of coins is not saying be a martyr. If you have 10 cents, give eight of them to someone else. Six of coins is practical. You know, it's like, hey, you know, do what you can to build your stuff up to um, be successful in this world. This world of coins and stuff, which frankly, I'm not always that keen on uh, money, (laughs) bureaucracy, capitalism. But I think this card does kind of say, you know, when you become successful at those things in this culture, one of the rewards is that you get to help other people out. So if you're down to your last dime, don't give away eight cents. Hang on to your dime and look for ways to turn it into a dollar. But if you have, you know, $100,000 in savings or in your investment account, look at a way that, that some of that money could be used to help other people right now without necessarily harming you or your future. And if you're somewhere in between, you know, just enjoy that this week might offer you opportunities from either side of that. Be prepared to jump on it. If, um, if there is an opportunity to receive, do it graciously, right? So an elderly relative um, offers you $5,000 towards the home you're trying to buy. Maybe at some points you'd be like, oh no, I don't want to be indebted or I'm worried that Aunt Hattie doesn't have enough money. No, this week you just take it and you smile and you send a beautiful handwritten thank you note. You take it, it's helping her and you. Uh, And you might end up on the opposite end of something like that. You know, your nephew has an amazing opportunity to study at a certain amazing program for a semester. He's doing a GoFundMe. You're like, well, I can do it. I can give him a thousand bucks. Or it might be you can give a dollar to somebody on the street corner. So I hope that we all get to find our place along that spectrum of giving and taking. And just being aware of it, I think, can be nice. Um, We live in a really transactional society And we sometimes don't want to admit that or look at it because it can be kind of gross. You know, I know for um, women, there's a lot of feeling of like, 
um, any interaction with a man, especially when you're a young woman, there's a kind of assumed transactional piece uh, with some people. So it's like, I bought you a beer. Now you should have sex with me. <laughs> that kind of thing. So we don't want to think about that stuff because it's, it's so disheartening and dehumanizing. But there are positive bits within the transactions as well. And I think that this card comes to us this week to encourage us to pay attention to all of it and to find spots where we can feel generous and be generous and find spots where we can take with, with graciousness, you know, uh, not necessarily groveling around like, oh, thank you, please, please. I beg of you, don't get into that stuff. But if something's coming, make sure that you're ready to accept it because it's coming for you. Isn't that exciting? Astrologically, we do have a lot going on at the moment. We are gearing up for the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces. And that's, that's exciting. Hey. Um, and in terms of how that would interact with this Six of Coins, um, I would say beware of scams. Beware of self-delusions, delusions from others, um, you know, dodgy investment schemes involving crypto, you know, this is, this is not a good time for that kind of stuff, but things that are more straightforward, you know, a nonprofit organization that you've studied and researched and you decide to give them a thousand dollars, pretty straightforward there. It's a good time for that. Not so good a time for anything that sounds too good to be true. Because, hey, like they say, it probably is. But especially with the Pisces, Jupiter, Neptune stuff going on. All right. I'm crunching across some sticks and pine cones here. Headed towards a very red road that I'm going to walk on. Thank you for taking this walk with me. I hope I will hear from all of you soon, and much love. Bye-bye.